I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I Hello there, everybody. It's my favourite time of week. And Dylan, is it yours? Oh, mate, definitely. It's up there. <laughs> apart I from hope... going to church in the morning. Well, apart from that, obviously. Praise be. Of course. I could like to hear if you go to church. It's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my name's Lonnie. His name's Dylan. We hope that it's your, at least, a favourite time of the week for you, listening to our little podcast called I Miss You Man. Dylan, what's the I Miss You Man story? Well, Lonnie, it's about basically just you and me, a couple mates, catching up each week, taking each other on a journey. Could be, could be about anything. Anything. Life, pop culture. You know what? Everything in between those things, too. <laughs> the way we do this, Dylan, often is that one of us is a teacher and one of us is a student. Last week, I was a student. I had the homework. I had to watch five fighting movies in... In comparison, you had to watch five music videos this week as my student. Pretty similar, right? Pretty similar tasks. Same amount of arduous homework <laughs> we both had to do. Yeah, Dylan, the listeners have seen the title of this episode, so let's not beat around the bush. We've watched some Billy Joel music videos. You might sure be asking why. I sure am. And especially after our recent episode was about fighting movies, obviously the, the natural follow-up is Billy Joel music videos, I'm sure. That's, everyone was expecting this. Of course. Absolutely. It's a natural process. Um, no, basically I've been watching or listening to some Billy Joel recently and <laughs> pretty much it. We mentioned recently on our um, episode 100 that we like the episodes and we dive into some uh, music videos. Bit of fun. So I was like, Billy Joel, music videos, here we go. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, he's done a whole bunch of music videos, as your BJ. But we're just going to look at five of them today. We're looking at We Didn't Start the Fire, Keeping the Faith, For the Longest Time, Piano Man, Uptown Girl. Some of the, some of the best ever Billy Joel songs, you know. Where are you at? With Mr. Joel Dylan? Mate, he's fine. I'll listen to him if he's on. Yep. But I won't seek him out. You don't you don't turn off, but you don't seek. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I love some songs of Mr. Joel's. I like a fair bunch of them. Others I just don't don't agree with me. But one is good, he's great, is my view. Okay. I can understand that. If you're into that type of music, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't really come across his videos before, though, given we, we weren't around the 80s when MTV was massive and by the time we well, even around, like, he still tours, he still does his shows. He doesn't do new music, though, really, these days. 
which is fair enough. No, nah, they weren't. They weren't playing on video hits, mate, or rage. <laughs> Not so much. Not no. Any time. Have you seen Billy recently? Because compared to these videos, well, he's he's quite young. He's like keeping happening. Have you seen him recently, Dylan? No, but he's, I can have a look. This isn't a criticism at all because I love Mr. Joel, but I think he's taken some cues from you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. So he's committed to the the beard and the bald. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, which we'll love to see. Respect. It would have yeah, been okay. nicer if he was like that in the music video, you know. Oh, you got a good head of hair. Not him, i say. Now, you've moved away from the camera, so I don't know what you're doing. I'm walking out in protest. I want to talk about Billy Joel. Oh, I'll send the dog out. No, good on you. Let's begin with We Didn't Start the Fire. It's probably one of Billy's most famous songs. It's not a very good song, let's face it. Ooh. 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 Hot take. We criticise it. We're we not, not in favour of this, Dylan. What do you think of the song? Yeah, it's all right. I think it's better than some of them on here. Oh, really? Wow. Um, oh, keeping the faith shit. Just wow, that's that's my fave. That's what I've been grooving out to recently. Well, we'll bad taste music. Let's, let's, let's yeah. save that for now. Um, we didn't start the fire. You probably have heard this. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably got a bit of cultural knowledge. But just to remind everybody, it's the song where he lists world events, basically, <laughs> that have happened sure. from around his birth to when the song was released in 1989 um, on the album Stormfront. Um, Wikipedia called it a list song, which I didn't really know was a, was a thing, Dylan. Did you know this? The list song? I mean, I knew this was a list song, but I didn't know it was a whole category. Yeah, like, it makes sense when you when you hear the term as a term. Like, oh, of course, some songs are just listing things. Um, it's also known as a laundry list song or a catalogue song. Wikipedia goes on to say it's a song based wholly or in part on a list. Thank you. <laughs> Unlike topical songs with a narrative in a cast of characters, List songs typically develop by working through a series of information, often humorous or comically, articulating their images additively and sometimes use items of escalating absurdity. And they've got a whole list of list songs, which is fun. Um, mm. Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better is one. It's the End of the World right. As We Know It by R.E.M. And a lot of Bo Burnham songs, which you watched did it by Benham, didn't she? Watch the Outside, Inside, whatever it was called a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Yeah. That funny feeling. Um, sure. White woman's Instagram, that sort of stuff. So, it's a good concept for a thing. Okay. Before we get into the music videos, I've got a bit of information about um, We Didn't Set the Fire because it's probably one of his most famous songs that people talk about a lot. And given the fact it's like talking about history, I think people mm. have something to talk about with it. Yeah. Um, Apparently he was talking to somebody in the 80s, around before the song came out, and they were talking about how shit the world is. <laughs> He's like, it's a terrible time to be 21. And Billy was like, yeah, I, yeah, it was bad when I was 21 too. And he was like, oh, well, you're a kid in the 50s, and that, things are great, nothing happened in the 50s. And Billy's like, um, no, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened in my life. <laughs> so he's pretty much, you know, tearing... Tearing down this kid he was talking to for some reason. Um, and as it happens, this came out 
kind of just before the Berlin Wall Wall came down, and so he kind oh. of accidentally chronicles the Cold War in a song. Kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yes. 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 Now, Billy himself doesn't like the song, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he write it? <laughs> he he thinks I think he doesn't mind from what I read. He doesn't mind the concept, but like as a song, like from a songwriting perspective, doesn't like it. And apparently, I think he's been asked lots of times about doing a follow up. So I think he probably got sick of that question. Probably. Um, he's the guy. The quote from an article here. He said he was asked if he could do it as a follow up about the next couple of years after the events that transpired in the original song, and he said, "No, I wrote one song already." And I don't think it was really that good to begin with, melodically. So, <laughs> Billy doesn't like his own stuff. Again, you, why'd you do it then? Well, could you talk us through the video, Dylan? Maybe the video was the point. I mean, the video was pretty good. It was just like a, a time lapse of like different families representing different decades mm. uh, with Billy Joel doing just odd shit in the background, pretty much. He's literally got a fire behind him. Yes, I liked that. In some shots. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. What would you Otherwise, think? Otherwise, he's just like in the kitchen, just like in the sink and fucking playing with like wooden spoons and banging them on the bench. What would you feel like if you came home and Billy Joel was just in your in your house with sunnies on in a suit, just hanging out? I mean, I don't, I think I'd be indifferent, to be honest. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't care that much about Billy Joel, but I know enough about him that he's not going to be a troublemaker there. You wouldn't mind. I think they cancel each other out. Okay. Yeah. Do you like the song itself? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's fine. I I like one part in particular. I like I think it's the end of like the second verse or maybe the first verse mm-hmm. where he he talks about um, trouble in the Suez. He doesn't just sing that bit. He says trouble in the Suez. Like really puts so much oomph into it. Okay, <laughs> kind of out of nowhere. Because <laughs> the rest of it, he's just listing things. Then he's like really into that one line. I like a lot. It was a big trouble, apparently. There was. There was. Now the video itself, I don't know. I I like the concept behind it, but I, I think the the um, delivery it was fine. It was okay. I like the fire though for sure. Okay. Yeah. And I do like that when he um, has the line at the end. I can't take it anymore, that he, he upturns a table and throws it up in front of him. Yes. Enraged. I like the drama. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. I get that. Um, it also shows you, like, you know, just being alive and witnessing history. You know, shit happens all the time, and we're here witnessing it. And, you know, whether you like it or not, you're part of it. And I don't know. It's sometimes weird to think that, like, people, you know, Future generations will ask us, what were you doing when Trump was elected or or whatever, you know? I mean, I, I don't know if I'd compare that to, like, wars. and <laughs> No, you know, to, like, just historical events occurring, you know, that sort of time. COVID, mate. That's COVID would be gone, yeah. Bloody pandemic. Um, there have been some uh, parodies of this over the years or some, you know, versions of it. Of course. Um, I don't know if you ever seen the Avengers doing it, Dylan. They did it for Jimmy Fallon. You don't care? Sure. <laughs> no, I couldn't, couldn't give less of a shit. They um, did it around the time of Endgame coming out and they were like singing through the events that happened in the movies and up to that point. 
Um, oh, okay. Right. Can they? Well, that might be right. I thought you. I thought the cast just saying we didn't start the fire. No, no. That, sorry, they, they did a did a Avengers version, a MC, parody, MCU version, and for some reason they're doing it like kind of Brady Bunch style, where they're just like obviously they got them into a into a room and they filmed their bit and they put it all together in a sort of comic book strip like thing. Um, obviously some of the cast were into it more than others because some of them were just obviously reading off the piece of paper in front of them and some were actually singing and like doing, getting into it. Um, and Jimmy Fallon is playing Billy Joel in that, in that scene. He's got, got the sunnies on and stuff. So kind of cool. Okay. Who was, who was the least into it? You think? I think Renner from memory. Really? I think oh, Rudd went, Red, he, Red was into it. You know, he was, he's that sort of guy. He will do that silly stuff, but. Ruffalo was okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ruffalo, you've been indifferent to the whole thing. <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe that's me projecting myself into that. I'm not sure. Um, Did they get Brolin on there? Brolin? I don't think you. I think it was just the main Avengers cast because they were promoting the movie, you know, the, the original six, whatever they were. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, Fallout Boy did their own version of this song um, covering. After the original song, up to 2023. But weirdly, Dylan, when in their version, they've got historical events, but they're not kind of in order. So they're talking about things happen. The, the events are just thrown together, kind of jumbled up. I kind of defeats that might defeat the purpose of the song. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. Well, it's like going through history in chronological order. In chronological order. Yeah. You know, saying it's always been this bad back then. Yeah. Then after that, then after that, then after that. We didn't start the fire of like world history is always happening. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, the, the weirds like got things from the 90s up until the 2020s like thrown together. I like the concept, but we're doing a new version, I suppose, but whatever. Also, they're very much focused on American, like a bit too much American history, I think. Ooh, a bit biased. I would say. Dirty Devils. One person who did like it, though, was Billy. <laughs> it's a kind. He says, everybody's been waiting, to, waiting, wanting, sorry, to know when there's going to be an updated version of the song. Because my song started in 49, ended in 89. Everybody said, well, aren't you going to do it? Do a part two? I said, nah, I've already done part one. So, for that boy, go ahead. Great. Take it away. I mean... I don't know if he likes the song as much as he likes that he doesn't have to do a part two now. I, I think that's the main thing. Say, nah, Fall Out Boy did that, actually. <laughs> yeah, check that out. He's obviously been worn down interviews for years after years, you know, being asked that question. For sure. FOB's going to... That guys. people asked him to do a fucking follow-up. Oh, my goodness. So there you go. It's, it's not too bad. It doesn't really stick in the mind, but the song itself, it doesn't feel like classic Billy Joel to me. It feels like... Kind of a novelty song, almost. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Keeping, keeping the Faith, Dylan, is number two. You've already expressed some discomfort with the with the song. What's, what's the go? I mean, it's fine, I guess. It's, I just think it's the worst one in the bunch. Wow. It didn't really click with me. Like. Can you talk us through the song and the video? The video's a bit fun. He's like Billy's being judged in music court, apparently. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the steps to the corner piano keys, which I like that bit. That was funny. 
Um, and then he starts singing, I think it's Betty's Pass. I guess he's like defending his character in court. Basically, I, they, they don't really go through the charge, really. I, I don't know if it was supposed to be he's bad at being a musician, like whether that's the meta thing or whether it's just... I, I don't think it is. I think it's just like he's on trial and he's Maybe. just going through his life about the things he, he did growing up, basically. Maybe it's because he's like breaking all the rules of the music at the time. <laughs> Maybe. He's innovating too much. He um he did start out more of as a like a... You know, piano man, like doing more ballads and more piano-based stuff, as you might imagine. And in in this song from 1989, In Innocent Man, he kind of went a bit more pop, I think, so maybe that's part of what he's on trial for, like he's defending himself in that yeah. sense. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very over the top. It's a massive set. Everyone's overacting, big costumes. Um, let's get into it, Dylan. The main point of today Billy Joel can't dance wow do you agree and there it is the coldest take of all time that's that's my biggest finding and I've got some some backing later on in this podcast they try to hide it their best but in this one he's pretty much just stepping in time to the music he's not really <laughs> dancing so much his arms are sort of up and I think that's also hiding the fact that he's not dancing down there on his feet. <laughs> Do you agree? Sure. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it didn't stick out to me, but I guess that's... Go back and watch it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. That obvious, is it? My goodness. Um, no, no, I, I was looking out for it, I think. Um, I think the video, like, it's a bit too over the top for me, probably, to really enjoy it. It's a bit of, like, camp quirkiness, but I don't know if I, um, don't know if I really vibe with it. And I, I like the song more than the music video, in this sense. You love the song, you said. You said it's your favourite one. It's a great, I've been into it recently. It's, it's just got a nice beat. You can dance to it. Maybe you just had too high expectations Maybe. for the music video. Maybe. I think that's where you're coming from. It is funny, though, that the judge... Basically says to him, mate, look, you've been, been here. Prosecution's all over you. You haven't said anything. It's your last chance. It's still looking good, mate. What are you going to do? So he starts singing and dancing. And Dylan, my legal education stopped in year 12. I got the subject prize after I took you out. And then I haven't done anything else. I, I don't think generally you can get up and sing and dance in your defense. I don't know if there's anything against that, but it's not generally done, I don't think. Well, I'm going to say... Because I was taken out early and distracted with Google Pac-Man, I didn't know enough about the law to refute <laughs> this. So I'm going to say that it's definitely possible. Right. And in fact, I'd say preferable. <laughs> well, it works for him. We, we don't see the verdict being given, but given that the judge and everybody else dances away with Billy, and it mm -hmm. does say innocent man on the, on the piece of paper that he's reading, on the newspaper he's reading, I guess he got away with it. <laughs> he was acquitted. Evidently. Deserved. Good for him. Now, what do you think of For the Longest Time, Dylan? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Is it for the longest time or is it just the longest time? It might just be the longest time. Good. <laughs> we keep each other humble here. We do. Thank you. Uh, I think this is probably the worst music video. Yeah. I don't really know what's happening. Is it like, he's like, did he throw a high school reunion and no one's turning up? Um, He's a bit sad. And the janitor's like, oh, what's going on? No one's coming. He's like, oh, I don't know. We'll stay a bit longer. And then eventually his mates turn up and they just all start singing and dancing. Interesting you say that because my concept was that it happened and he just was sad because he stayed around after everyone else left. But I think your reading might be better that he threw the party but no one wanted to come. But then his mates did turn up. So I don't really get that. Why were they waiting? <laughs> but in my head, they they came, they left, and then they came back, which just makes even less sense. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, they... Yeah, it's an odd one. An it odd is one. an odd one. They're, they're in the... There's been a high school reunion of sorts at the school, and it's the after... After party. Afterness of it all. Um, and his mates, they're sort of doing this song. This song, um, it's got Joel on vocals, Wikipedia tells us. He does all the backing vocals too, and the percussive sounds, such as finger snaps and hand claps. So it's kind of a barbershop quartet sort of thing. So like he's twice friends. Of, for one of guy. Just Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the music video, yeah. his mates are singing with him. And they dance around the school. And then they come across like versions of themselves from high school. And they sort of dance at each other, I guess, is the idea. Um, what sticks yeah. out to me, Dylan, again, not much dancing from Billy, more stepping. And the clicking. And again, I think it's the hands, arms moving to hide the lack of Distract the coordination. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, I do like his glasses. They're quite angular. He's wearing like big, big glasses, which are pretty cool. Okay. Sure, sure. The gentleman, I'm not a huge fan on, not fan of. I'm not sure what he's up to. I just found <laughs> no, him like, at the what, end. What, what, do you like, think, what do you think's happening here? What's well, he watches Billy's mate and then they leave the bathroom at the end and he's like, Stares at the camera dumbfounded. I'm like, okay, is this how we're going in this? Like, <laughs> he's a janitor. I guess so. He's, he's seeing things he can't believe. So, absolutely. You're seeing like men dancing with their past selves. You know, wouldn't you be flabbergasted? A bit? I, I would be perplexed, I guess. Yeah. No, it's a weird questions. one. It's a weird one, that one. Yeah. Again, I think the songs are probably better, the last two at least, than the videos. Now, Piano Man, Dylan, it's the song. It's the Billy Joel song. I think it's one of those songs that everyone kind of likes, right? Absolutely. The best song of the bunch. Yeah. And. Yeah. And. And. 
the best music video. For real? I hate this visit video. It was terrible. Oh, come on. I, I did not What's like it? it. Why? <laughs> you tell me. It's just not subtle. It's terribly over the top. We've got a Navy guy, and he's wearing the most cliched Navy outfit, showing off his Navy tattoo. There's the bit in the song where he talks about the smile ran away from his face, and you see the guy's face literally go from a smile to being <laughs> sad. He's like, he's quick to light up his smoke, and he's literally lighting up the, his smoke. I just, it's like they tried to transpose literally the lyrics onto the video. Yeah, that's right. Do you like that, yeah. do you? Yeah, because I didn't have to think about, oh, what does all this mean? Is this an allegory for the fucking working class struggle or something? No, it's about a piano, man. And the people he's talking about in the song. And I what's mean, in the song? A, to a certain degree, I get where you're coming from. But it was like, the song itself is like so sad and nuanced and like finding the hidden depths on these guys who were drinking at the bar. Yeah. But the video itself is over the top, overacted, quite blatant. But it didn't have him dancing. Well, that's a good that's a good thing for it. Um, I don't know if you know much about the song itself. It's from 1973, the album Piano Man. Um, it's his first single, wasn't it? Pretty much. It's his first. It's what it made him, him Billy Joel, basically. It's what, and, he, what made him the man. The man of piano, that's right. It's um based on his experiences playing at bars in L.A., so his first album, there was like all sorts of trouble with it. I don't really understand all the ins and outs, but for whatever reason, he was hiding out from his record label. So he went from the East Coast to LA and right. he called himself Bill Martin and did these piano bars, these bars and did the piano for them. Um, there's a right. bit at the end of this video where they're like, they pan up to um, a picture of him younger and it says Bill Martin. I guess that's like a, like a reference to that. Sure. This video itself, though, was filmed in the 80s. Um, as I said, the song was from 1973. So I think there was a video before that, but it kind of wasn't really a music video. I'm guessing because he was famous and whatever, they tried to do a version of Piano Man. Sure. I just think the video, they just went too weird with it. They went too literal. Um, I feel like, Dylan, we should have, you know how we can reboot movies and reboot TV shows? We should be able to reboot videos, music videos as well. I think Piano I mean, Man yeah. deserves better. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, how would that work though? We getting we getting old man, bald bearded Billy Joel in the Piano Man seat. We we, we could get him. Younger. We could get you. Ooh, I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm all for it. <laughs> Let's do it. Remake. And I, one other thing, Dylan. Given they have the bits where it's like literally, you know, enacting, putting to life the, the line from the, the songs, the, the line is the waitress is practicing politics. But she's not, is she? Because she gets felt up, which is terrible, but she throws the drink in the guy's face. I wouldn't call that practicing politics. Unless it's ironic, I guess. Probably ironic. Probably ironic. Yeah. What else is she supposed to do? I mean, I'm all for for that. Guy had it coming, but I, I, that's the weird thing to to do that. And then there's like at the end, there's lines about the owner of the bar is like, you know, he knows that I'm the one they're coming to see, sort of thing. But the dude is literally between two waitresses, each is like staring down their tops, 
That's all he's doing. So, so blatantly. And unnecessarily massive boobs on both of them, by the way. Yeah, the, the costuming and stuff is just all... Yeah, again, the nuance of the song was lost on the video, clearly. Sure. Okay, I can understand that part. Um, have you heard the theory, though, Dylan, that the piano man himself is in a gay bar? This fan theory? You heard this? Wait, what? It's a fan theory, like, you know, theory people yeah. put together, that he is a singer at a gay bar, but he doesn't realise it's a gay bar. I'll take you through it. <laughs> he Homer Simpson's it. <laughs> Basically. There's this, there's this thing from Tumblr, and I'll, I'll link the link to I, where I found it. Yeah. You know who's gay? Paul, the real estate novelist who never had time for a wife, and Davy, who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life. And then the person's free vlogged it and said, New Hand Cannon. Everyone in that song is gay except for the piano man, who has no idea he's playing at a gay bar, and the staff and regulars have a betting pool on how long he'll take it to finally figure it out. And the person says, yeah, That makes the line, Man, what are you doing here? Way funnier. <laughs> okay, alright. Interesting. Interesting. So Billy Joel is all like, Oh no, these poor lonely men are all single. I will cheer them up with a song. And they're down with it because <laughs> it's like funny and or because they think he's hot. Billy Joel isn't my cup of tea, but you do but you do you, bar dudes. I feel for John the failed actor with a crush on the oblivious Billy. Yes, I keep buying you drinks. <laughs> what do you think that is? <laughs> Um, we also can't not talk about the Weird Al version of Piano Man. Right, here we go. Right. Ode to a superhero. Sling us a web, you're the Spider-Man. Pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> I do love it. Yeah, mate. Weird Al, he's one of the greats. Unironically, I think. Combines Weird Al with Spider-Man. The Toby Spider-Man. What more could you want? And he can do any genre too, Weird Al. He's actually he's a good singer, isn't he? Music to him singing. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Last video. <laughs> Uptown Girl. Do you like this song, Dylan? Yeah, it's alright. It's fine. <laughs> Do you like this video? Say, this is this is probably the epitome of how I feel about Billy Joel. If it's on, I'll listen to it, but I'm not. I'm not ever going to put it in my playlist or anything. Well, what do you think of the video then? Is this? Did it strike you as particularly good? I mean, a bit on the nose, isn't it? Kind of like Piano Man, to be honest. I like there's a bit of a concept behind it, but I can't really buy Billy Joel as a mechanic, unfortunately. <laughs> sure, okay. Um, but, you know, it's about, you know, working class man singing about being in love with a fancy girl. That's what's happening in the video. We've all been there, haven't we, Dylan? Oh, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> The video itself, we'll talk about a little bit. And then I've also got lots of quotes from an article from Cracked um, talking about this. Yeah, right. Okay. Taking, taking it right back, right? Um, yeah. One thing I love in, in musical theatre, Dylan, is tough guy dancing. And there's a lot of that happening here. Where uh, what, what I think of especially is West Side Story, where they're supposed mm. to be tough in a gang. They, like, they're fighting each other, killing each other. But the way they dance is like so aggressively, like oh, yeah. balletic, you know. And that's happening a bit yeah. here. Billy himself, though, is not dancing much. He is more marching, I think you would say, like kind of just keeping up. <laughs> and everyone around okay. him is dancing. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the actress who plays the Uptown Girl is Christy Brinkley, who was a supermodel of the day. Also, um, Mr. Billy Joel's wife for a, for a certain period. She's oh, also yeah. not a great dancer in her bit. I think in what it says in Cracked is that Billy's trying to like just remember his steps, and I think you can see her also just like hitting the marks. But it's fun. It's okay. Fun enough. How long were they married for? I think through the 80s, probably 10 years or so. Whole decade? Mm. For a long time. That's an A minus. <laughs> According to Howard Stern, apparently, the computer tells us. He originally called the song Uptown Girls, and it was conceived on one occasion when he was surrounded by Christy Brinkley, Whitney Houston, and his then-girlfriend, Elle McPherson. R.L. R.L. No one else's. Um, yeah, so according to numerous sources in interviews with him, the song was initially written about McPherson, but ended up being also about his soon-to-be wife, Brinkley. Um, imagine that having a sort of... Your wife and your ex-wife being two supermodels. He's got a type. He's got a type. Exactly right. Um, talking about the video himself, he said, um, "I wasn't too crazy about um, about the song in the, in the video because they wanted me to dance." I sort of said, "Okay, you know, I'll give it a try." We shot it on two of the hottest days of the year. We were down at the Bowery, and all these bums kept butting in with. Hey, 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 Chris Day. <laughs> Trying to <laughs> talk to his wife. Now, the video um, got the attention of Daniel O'Brien from Cracked. You ever been on Cracked, Dylan? You go on that website? Comedy website? Pop culture website? Uh, I think I've seen, like, some Cracked videos mm. on YouTube. Is that is this Will Ferrell's site? Comedy site? I think he might have been involved at some point. I don't know. I'm thinking, thinking, thinking of Funny or Die. Yeah, one of those ones. Yeah. Um, I think I really don't know much about it, but Cracked I think was a magazine, like Mad Magazine. They were like combating for years and years, and then Cracked was sort of relaunched more on the pop culture side of things. It was big when we were in high school. I used to go on it, but I, I think it's kind of dropped away in recent years. Um, yeah, anyway, this video, Daniel O'Brien, I think he writes for TV and stuff now, but he's doing one of his listicles. Yeah. <laughs> How much he loves this video. Um, <laughs> He says, here's the thing about Billy Joel. He's a terrific singer-songwriter who should just sing his songs about being about blue-collar, working-class types from, from behind the safety of his piano. He's a storyteller, painting word pictures and so on. Here's the other thing about Billy Joel. It took him a very long time to figure that out. That's, that's how this video happened. That's why Billy Joel, a man who should just be able to let his music speak for itself, made a bunch of weird decisions for a while. Billy Joel musical video Billy Joel music videos should just be Joel on a stage with his band singing their songs. Instead, they made concert videos, and Joel had to put on a costume and learn a bunch of stupid fucking choreography, even though he absolutely cannot dance, and turn Uptown Girl into a mini musical, complete with backup dances and some kind of implied storyline about car mechanics who like giant Amazon women. He um he does a thing about he's so adorable when he's dancing. He's so bad at it. He's counting his steps as he moves. They're trying to make Billy Joel into a sexy stud. <laughs> mm. It doesn't quite work. Here's how it ends though. It's very funny. 
The video ends with Joel and his uptown girl leaving on a motorcycle. Which is fine for a happy ending, but as far as narrative structure goes, it's sort of idiotic. I mean, that woman came into this auto shop because she was having car trouble. That's still true. <laughs> and the fact that the repair shop's lead mechanic leaves town isn't going to help matters. Clearly leadership is needed. As soon as he leaves, his car mechanics get into a fancy formation and just go dance crazy for a while. Someone has to <laughs> fix that car, Billy. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I don't know. I haven't got an overall theme for this episode, Dylan. I just like let's watch some music videos from <laughs> Billy Joel. We did it. Yeah. I'm, I I remember that article so clearly from being it came out in 2012. Article, but it's been in my head oh ever my since. Gosh. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay. I can't That's think. An odd of, thing to hold on for over 10 years, mate. I've been over a 12 years. Cracked article yeah. about Billy Joel. Yeah. No, just over 10 years. Good on you, though. No, I, I am that sort of guy, aren't I? People should know that by now. 103 episodes in. Yeah, you fixate on the oddest things. <laughs> I do. You want good ones at the end of the I, day. I just thought it'd be fun. So, you want to rank them? You want to give me your best one out of these, maybe? Yeah, Piano Man. Piano Man. One. I don't know if I agree. Are we going music videos or the song itself or both? The music video overall, I think. Music video, okay. Yeah. Piano Man. Piano Man. I don't know. Simple. Elegant. Like the man himself. <laughs> I'm going to go Uptown Girl. Really? Interesting. It, it is a bit of fun, you know? Just a bit of fun. Watching Billy Joel. Interesting. Be a mechanic. Okay. I like Number it. two. Number two. Keeping the faith. Wow. Piano key steps are funny. They are funny. I like them. Number three. Actually, what's your number two? Um, I, I think... Yeah, I'll go keeping the faith. For me, they're kind of all the same after that. Except Piano Man's the worst. Kind of mixture in between. You're wrong. Well... You're wrong. Okay, give me a rest of your ranking. Faith, a solid number two. Alright. We didn't start the fire. Number three. He risked danger of being close to flames. You gotta respect that. <laughs> it's true. Then we got Uptown Girl. Mm-hmm. It's a mechanic. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> and then the worst one. For the longest time. Because I didn't understand what it was about. And I think he just wanted to dance with the boys. He loves it. I like your theory though that he put on a party and no one turned up. It's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Alright. I appreciate that. Yeah, good stuff. Well there we go. Just a bit of fun. Well nearly episodes about finding cure for cancer. We do some fun things every now and then on this podcast, you know? If I may, Dylan, just quickly, a suggestion of get amongst in it. Yes. Please do. I haven't seen the whole show yet. So possibly I'm going to watch the few episodes I've got to go and hate it. But I'm going to recommend, Dylan, at least the first two and a bit seasons of The Other Two. Have you heard of this show at all? No, not at all. It's on binge down here in Australia, so that's pretty good. We we love a bit of binge. Um, The basic concept is there's this kid who becomes an overnight Justin Bieber. And he's got two other siblings who are 
the other two. The role in him, they also trying to find their way through a sort of um, media world. One wants to be an actor, another one sort of finding a feet and gets into sort of talent management. Um, and it's their way to having to navigate this world, being the other two compared to their little brother who is Justin Bieber essentially. Mm. It's uh, very funny. It's by some of the people who were involved with Thirty Rock and SNL. Um, Lauren Michaels is involved on the on the back end. She, you know, you, the name we know. Um, very funny, really good show. For a bit, bit naughty, bit naughty at times, Dylan, if you can believe it. Yeah, What's it the is. naughtiest thing that's happened? Um, jeez, there's. It's how naughty this show. <laughs> There's lots, lots of nudity. Well, like implied nudity. Oi, there um, we go. Actually, I know. There's an episode that revolves around somebody sending a picture of their bottom. <gasps> it gets leaked and becomes like a big national media story. Bad they know whose bottom it is. <laughs> he took a live photo. And so at the beginning, his face is in it before he puts the camera down on his bottom. Right, okay. And he leaked it through Tinder or Grindr or whatever it is, yeah. Grindr? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of queer characters. It's really cool. It's navigating that sort of world. It's awesome. Um, No, it makes sense. I was just saying Grindr's a gay app, so... Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Ah, It's very good stuff. Very good stuff. I reckon you get amongst it, Dylan. I'll try. After your bloody fifth watch-through of bloody Sopranos... It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for being part of this today, Dylan. I I asked a lot, but I got a lot in return. You did, mate. I try my best for you. <laughs> I try to accommodate you where I can. No, you're a you're good welcome one. Welcome for me taking time out of my day. No, I think, talk to you. Thank you so much. We're on the socials. We're on Twitter. Ish. We're on Facey. Mm-hmm. We're on Insta. Hundred percent. Um, we've got a theme song, which I don't know if that how that would rank compared to Billy Joel, Mark the Man's theme song. What do you reckon? We'll have to do a music video for it. We definitely should. Are we going to dance? Are we going to step and click? I think we just do what comes natural. All right. Well, I've seen you on the D four. You've you've cut it up a bit. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Not in any organised fashion, but. <sighs> Look, if Billy can do it, you can do it, surely. Well, come on, mate. Compare me to one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Now, well, thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends and and keep listening. Big Back Catalog and more to come. Until next time, Dylan. Stop. Until we stop, which is never, never, ever. Until next time. Until then. I miss you, man. I miss you, miss. Do I miss you? I miss you, man. I miss you. I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.